0: Um, hello, welcome to the Sam's Club, where we review movies, where I'm joined by my co-host, Danny. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we have a lot of movies to talk about today, so let's not
1: even waste time, you know? Let's just get right to this. Yeah, let's just get right to it. You know,
0: you know, you know this podcast, no, you don't give a shit, we'll, we'll spoil it, just know that right away.
1: Well, and... first of all, the the whole thing is supposed to be about how every single one of the husbands died. Liam Neeson did not die, goddammit.
0: He didn't die. And, and if you didn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Widows.
1: Oh, yeah, we're talking about Widows. Awesome. We didn't mention it, but we're talking about Widows.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, Widows. I thought it was great. You thought it was good. Not as great as I thought it was, but yeah. So, yep. oh, yeah, was yeah. yeah, what were you we saying? It was good. Okay, so, I guess let's get into spoilers. So... Let's start from the beginning. You know the 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 people die. John Burnshaw yeah. dies because that's he always he's either dies or he's just or he's just the home. asshole or he just leaves immediately like in Baby Driver and he never comes back.
1: Pretty sure his his role is cameos now.
0: Yeah, he's just there as like oh it's that guy who always who's always there and leaves immediately. Uh, the him and a Mexican and Liam Neeson and some other guy they all die. The blah blah blah, the money that they basically screwed over is that they owe is now going on to their wives, and now they have to get the money back for the villains. And then, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I thought this movie was masterfully crafted, probably the best directed movie of the year for me. Pro- if I wish I would get an Oscar, and I'm
1: probably will get an Oscar, probably album. will be. Still, Oscar month, it's still like Oscar season,
0: yeah. Oscar season doesn't end until like February because a lot of stuff won't get wide releases till January, possibly. Yeah, we're good. So,
1: probably nominations.
0: Well, I mean, also, this year is just really packed in general, but we're talking about Widows. We'll have an Oscar discussion and uh, probably in a future episode for sure. Sure, um, the... uh, uh
1: huh. There's one scene that always bugged me because it never nothing of it comes up again. What? Or maybe it does. I just wasn't paying that much attention. But at some point, Michelle Rodriguez's character finds this dude who is it like an architect.
0: Oh, and she just makes out with him. Dude. She makes out
1: with him and then it makes then it never comes up again. I think no, she, she had to try to get um
0: you know it's been a while since I seen this movie. I I want I need to rewatch it, but she tried to get something cuz Viola Davis sent, you know, her and uh Elizabeth DeBicki out to like get stuff.
1: Yeah, but it, it really didn't end up going anywhere because they just got the tall blonde girl's boyfriend to do the architect thing.
0: Yeah, I guess it was just a failed mission, I think it was. I think they just didn't yeah. succeed. And I think maybe it's like some of her past like Maybe she just that's needed a right.
1: man. She needed a that's man. Yeah, right. yeah, just probably just character development.
0: Yeah, probably. We probably maybe that's a little bit of a backstory that isn't fully covered that we don't know. Maybe,
1: maybe she, maybe she really needs a man. Maybe she really just needed some some uh, old, white kiss lips, some lips on her yes. lips, Mexican yes. lips. Um.
0: Uh, that poodle, though, that poodle knew that Liam Neeson was alive. Yep. It's crazy. That poodle was everywhere in this movie. And for a second, did you know that one shot where she, where she went to leave the little poodle at the store and it was zooming yeah. back? I kind of felt like, or are, are those, are his, um, Daniel Kaluuya gonna, like, kill the dog or something? Did you yeah, think
1: that?
0: Yeah. It looked like it was.
1: Yeah. I was like, Hold oh, on. no, not the dog. Um, the, That one scene where Mr. Get Out is he, talking to the two guys rapping. Remember oh, that yeah. scene?
0: Yeah, he forced them. That was awesome. I really like that scene.
1: I really did enjoy the whole, like, it's rotating around him. He's getting into it, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, stand still, shoots them both. Awesome. Shoots one in the face, tells the other one to run, and then shoots him in the back.
0: He's like... Your go-to hitman. He was very good. He was actually really... He, incri- was, he was He was quite intimidating, too. Like, he meant those business. Deaths,
1: those deaths were out of nowhere, and it, sh- it scared the shit out of me. Yeah,
0: dude. And then it scared the you shit were, out of me when he, like, freaking died because he ran into, like, what? Like, the side of a, a railway to get on the highway yeah. or something? He yeah, got he just pierced, looked- I think.
1: Uh, Yeah, he, he just died. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he would have gotten like a better death than that, but it was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh a lot of awesome, you know, shots composition. It was really good. All the acting was really good.
1: You know. Yeah.
0: I don't think that I don't think that's, you know, questionable. I think we can all agree it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um sex scenes, those are always really great. There was one in this one, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> we, whenever there's a sex Hobbies. scene, we have to mention it. Yeah, that's so,
0: like the world now. Um dude. But I'll tell you this: that chick Elizabeth Debicki, the white woman, she's super tall,
1: super the freaking tall, tall. super she
0: freaking really tall. And real know, me... she's six three. She's six three. Jesus though. Christ! She's like two yous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two me's. Two that's years. two me
0: That's crazy, dude. Probably not exactly two me's. And, pro- and not with her heels, then it's 2 use Because she wears heels in this, too. So that it boosts her up like to like 6'5", 6'6". 2Mis is literally 11.6. 11,
1: 6. 11 feet 6. That's her bro. That's her bro. That's, bra- <laughs> that's that's uh,
0: It's quite a solid character, though. Everyone else is... In- everyone's interesting. Like, you would like to know more about each... I feel like she
1: got the most character progression because... From the beginning, she was like this abused, like this punching bag for John Bernthal. Oh, but by the Tom end of Bernthal, it, she probably becomes a lesbian. Is that what that scene is trying to tell me? Where? At the end? And
0: Her conclusion? No, I, I just think. No, I don't think so. Mm. No. Um But I mean, Viola Davis also gets a little kind of, I mean, she's, she's the lead. So she of course she gets she's the lead,
1: so she has the most character development.
0: The only person I would say didn't get was the other one? Um mm-hmm. the one with the one that worked at the barber shop, who was at bad times that they were at, the Royal, which was really good.
1: Oh yeah, the the <laughs> one with the blondie hair. She like, was the, the only
0: one that wasn't a widow. She was friends with Michelle Rodriguez. In this game.
1: Like she just appeared out of nowhere.
0: I mean, I get her purpose, and she was really good actually. I thought she was really good and what she did. But I wish she would have had more backstory. If anything,
1: like they set up another widow, and they were saying like how she can just be the getaway driver, the one with the baby. Yeah, but she was like, no, no plot twist. She's the she and Liam Neeson have a baby now. Is it Liam Neeson's baby?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty it, sure it's Liam Neeson's it baby. It's
1: his family. Yeah, dude.
0: it was just um, what else? My only gripes, at least for me, because I think this movie is great. I know you probably have a bigger you have you have obviously bigger
1: issues with it. I'm I'm about to talk about the ending, but um, I'll let you go.
0: My only issues with it are, I didn't think the ending was any issue. Um, a few. I wish again. I wish that character, the one with the barbershop, got a little bit more screen time, and we could have gotten a more conclusive character from her. And mm-hmm. I didn't like a few of the edits at the end because it looked it faded out a lot, and I was like, oh, this is the ending. And then it cut, and then it fades back in. And then
1: the fading out—it's like conclusions of each individual character's ending.
0: I get like- that, but I was straight up ready to like get up off my seat and leave and say, "Ah!" And then oh, like three oh, times. I have to sit back you down three oh. times. Yeah, dude, I-, I got bamboozled three times. I did not like that. Beyond that, I thought it was great. But now let's talk about you. Your issue was it. the twist, and i was, my- no, and I'll defend it in
1: my case, but okay, go for it. My issue with the ending is that there's, like... We get that Colin Farrell won the election. He won the mayor election. And... I have no problem with that. It's fine. Whatever. That was just, like, the... the story to get this story going. Yeah. But my real gripe with, with this movie is exactly... What comes after, like the ending with um, Viola Davis and t- Tall Blondie, um, it felt really tacked on. Like they just really needed an ending. Mm-hmm. I would say it was a bit fast paced. Yeah, towards
0: the end, but I didn't think it was a big. Okay. All right, all right. Sorry for that weird edit, guys. Uh, we're back though. Uh, what were we saying? I praise this movie. I'm praising this movie a lot. Okay, back to the twist part that you weren't really happy with. What, what, what's up with that? What?
1: The twist. What's up with the twist? Come on. What twist? Why don't you like it, bro? The, the, the big old twist <laughs> with Liam Neeson. Yeah, dude. I, I did it and like that twist, but the payoff was, like, anticlimactic. Mm, well, okay. Because all that happened yeah, yeah. was he got shot. He gets shot in the face. Not even in the face. Shot in the face.
0: He got shot in I'm the like, stomach. But but I also just really appreciate how, like, like if I had to describe, like, if I had to, like, on the Blu-ray, if I had to describe it, you know how they have quotes, right? Like, this is the best movie of the year, you know? yeah. I would probably say this is the most dirtiest and filthy movie of 2018. I stick by that because this movie, I don't know why. It's just kind of like it's dirty and it's filthy. Like, I'm just like, like, I don't think I can just simply rewatch it and just be like, okay.
1: You've got to be in the dirty mindset to watch this movie. I
0: I felt like kind of like I wanted to take a shower afterwards. So I was like, oh, oh wow. this is really good. You really
1: kind of do really? have to take a shower afterward because of that sex scene.
0: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I. But this is with every Steve McQueen movie cuz I saw Shame, the one with Michael Fassbender, and it's a dirty, it's a dirty and filthy movie and you're like, "Oh, this doesn't make me feel good, but it's, it's like it's excellently made and tells an amazing story, but it just feels dirty and filthy."
1: What's the best compliment you, I can give? Uh-huh. If I see that movie, will I see Michael Fassbender the same way again? You will see his Johnson getting sucked not
0: only by No, no, never mind. But will I I, I don't want to spoil same it way
1: after this movie. No. I, God. Mean,
0: I still love him as an actor. He's awesome. but it, it, You're going to see more than what you bargained for when you see Michael Fassbender.
1: Because, cause, you know, my favorite movie in Glorious Bastards, he's in it. And he just plays this um, British spy. And that that's my image of him. I don't want that Is he... He's
0: also Steve Jobs. Is he fucking women in that movie?
1: I don't know. I haven't seen it.
0: Inglorious Bastards? Is I'm he your woman in Inglorious <laughs> Bastards? Well, then he definitely does it in shame. <laughs> <sighs> um, it's just so funny. There's a scene in that one where he just runs into... Never mind. I won't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Maybe we can have a... Dis- we'll have maybe. Well, maybe we'll have a discussion about this in a future episode. Maybe I don't know. You later. Who knows? Um, maybe a Steve Queen marathon. A Steve McQueen marathon. Marathon. I don't know. Um, it's... anyway. You know, we're kind of getting distracted, but overall, I think at least to me, I think it's great. I don't think it'll probably end up in my top 10 of the year. Maybe it will, maybe, maybe run like 10. I don't know.
1: Pretty sure it's not. I
0: know you liked it, <laughs> like but but you like more films that this year that isn't this one, yeah. Um, let's hop, let's just hop right to the next one. We both also saw David Mackenzie's new Netflix film, Outlaw King, with Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. What did you think of Outlaw King?
1: Oh, you know I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie.
0: I I liked it too. I, I liked it too. It was good. It's it a good movie. I don't th- I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Wait, 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 we didn't give our ratings for Widows. We'll we'll get back on this real quick.
1: <clears throat> if I have to give it <clears> on <throat> my scale. Pause it for pause, Stop talking for a sec, because it's <sighs> really starting to bother me now. I cannot hold my phone up to my ear and hoping that I can hear you. I gotta fix this somehow. Give me a sec.
0: La di da di da. Pass me <laughs> slop on my nut, like horn on the cup. Check in with me. And do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. Juicy is my name. Sex is my game. I don't I forgot the rest of the lyrics. So Oh god, there we go. Are you there? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, rate Widows out of ten or five. Uh box style, whatever. Using your method. I saw you gave it a seven. You yeah, seven. 7 five? Yeah. Uh, I'm giving this one a solid four out of five. Because I don't do halfsies. I just don't do half-sea.
1: straight up one out of five. You're a fucking Jew.
0: Anyway, maybe that's just the Jew way. Is that the Jew way? i don't know i need to ask my i need to ask that one family member that's probably knows i'm not fully jewish people i'm 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 pure beaner but i think there's like one inch in me that's jewish so just don't think i'm pure jewish people yeah um anyway uh outlaw king as we were saying david mckenzie newest film Hell our high water I haven't seen Hell or High Water. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Need to see that one. Sam, I haven't heard. I've only heard. The- um, also starring Chris Pine. Uh, this movie is based. Is it? It's a. It's a sequel, to Mel Gibson's movie Braveheart. Yeah, dude. It could. It could I be mean, a sequel. You can literally watch them back to back and be like, "Yeah, these are the I same universe." I don't
1: think that was the intention. It probably was, but that's the first thing that popped to my head as soon as I heard William Wallace. Yeah, dude. Uh, me too. I was like,
0: ah, uh, obviously, I don't think they're in the same universe, but you can, the people at home, yeah, you can totally just picture them. You can be like, yeah,
1: totally. Both of these movies are based in history, sort of, kind of. Yeah. The Nickelodeon yeah, art yeah, yeah. universe. Yes.
0: So this movie's plot is about Chris Pine, aka Robert the Bruce.
1: The Bruce! The Bruce! Trying to get back his land.
0: Basically, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that Aaron Tyler Johnson? No, that is. Aaron Aaron Johnson. Johnson.
1: He, he, yeah, he, that's he, his he wants character. his respect to his name back.
0: Exactly. He wants respect on that kick ass Quicksilver's name.
1: Yep. That that guy who took down Godzilla. I yeah, you're right. I also forgot what, what is
0: the plot of this movie? What 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 did Chris Pine want to do? It's been a while since I've seen this movie, man. But
1: hold on, can you fill me in. Hold on, let me think about it. Um, shit happens. In Ireland, uh,
0: that, I mean, that's it's, the basic maybe, plot. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe in the movie, the fact that I can't remember the main plot threads. the same, main plot
1: line. Same. I kind of just enjoyed I, this movie, and I think yeah, the best part, what the plot was.
0: Yeah, I think the best parts were the technical aspects. The first scene, which is like I think one long. Yeah, take, it's
1: one shot.
0: I think it was. I thought it was awesome that he like like sword fights a dude and. And then they shoot like a, catap- a humongous catapult with fire. And I thought that was awesome. I was like, oh, that's really like really good production design. Yeah. That's really good. It, like, that's really visually
1: pleasing. But well, Let me talk about Chris, Chris Pine for a sec. Because for some reason, Chris Pine sticks out like a sore thumb. I, I-, I just don't yeah. know what it is about him. He, he just sticks out in a crowd. He's, a me- he's too
0: American. You can't picture him in the time period.
1: I can't picture him as an Irishman, as a Scottish man.
0: No, nah, probably. I mean, I didn't have that big of an issue with that, but I think my biggest issue. I mean, let's just let's just jerk this film off a little bit more and say how good the good things about it before we probably go to our critiques.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Um, uh, I thought again the direction was really good. I thought I thought the supporting cast was like in terms of casting themselves is really good. I thought everyone performed their
1: jobs quite well. The fighting in this movie was also quite quite quite. Quite super the-
0: entertaining. Yes, very super entertaining stuff. I, it was really the last battle where like, like they outsmarted. Um, I forgot the other his his re- re- the the villain's name. Yes, forgot Whatever the, whatever the fuck his name was. They they like, play like, they like again. This is a spoiler, so it doesn't matter because it's a spoiler podcast. They're like they put plot they put potholes, not potholes, but they, pot they put holes, put with
1: holes. in them.
0: Yeah, and I thought that was awesome. I
1: was like, yeah. yeah! I was, oh, I, I was eating chicken in public when I saw this movie. And the scene came up, and I was like, Whoa!
0: Oh, that's probably really good. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, it was an enjoyable watch, but I don't remember much of it in terms of story, which I think is actually a big issue now that I think about it. Like, the <laughs> fact that I can't remember the main story is just Same. a bit like. As you pointed it out.
1: I don't recall bits of the actual plot and more about the fighting and the references and the story and the visuals the story is just kind of loose i mean i remember a lot of bits and i remember a lot of parts i I I don't
0: remember how i don't remember how they connect that's that's the thing that frustrates me but i remember a lot of scenes for sure
1: um the one scene that sticks to me was the execution of
0: the, one of his brothers, right? Yeah, his one of brother? his brothers
1: where he got hung and then he was carved open. like That That effect made me squeamish, and I don't get squeamish at gore anymore. But apparently that's they awesome. apparently I do.
0: So that's a good, again, back to the production design, really good stuff. Really good production value here. Yep. But probably the best aspect alongside the really wonderful cinematography with all the battle sequences and how everything is shot. Very good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Again, entertaining too, but I think this story. Even I remember on Letterbox, I wrote a thorough plot. I, I'm a thorough problem with it was the fact that I feel like this storyline. Although I don't remember, it, I do remember writing this down. Was the story was just too simple and not fully delved into because you don't really understand. You don't. You're not really in depth with every single character. Like you get the surface level with every single character.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. The the relationship in this movie, do you even remember most of it?
0: No, I really don't. Like the the wife was just kind of just like a token wife character. Yeah, like the chemistry support.
1: between these two was like Oh yeah, sexy. There was a sex
0: scene in this movie. Like, sex scene. Sex scene.
1: Oh yeah, sexy sex, sex
0: um, uh, boobies, and we actually, actually saw Chris Pine's penis in the movie, if you remember.
1: too. <laughs> yeah, we saw like a bit of it, but mostly we saw boobies.
0: I know, dude. They made so much news, in like Toronto International Film Festival, like everyone was freaking out about how much you saw his schlong, and I saw it, and there was like it was just there for like a second. It, was... and it wasn't even that huge, and I was like, "What's well, the big whoop?" I was expecting. I'll tell you what's not cock. big. No, never mind. I was expecting a monster. Like the Loch Ness or some shit. What's
1: the? Is it because it's it said in Scotland?
0: Maybe I don't know. Uh, is the Loch Ness uh, monster in Scotland?
1: I don't know. What
0: Maybe I, Ireland? I don't know. It's probably, you're probably right. You're probably right.
1: Um, I, I didn't I get so, the big uh, whoop about that, but nah, never mind. I didn't understand like the like the
0: villain's motive. Like all he says is that he used to like beat me. Like, when we were younger and all these, like, events and stuff. And he just has a grudge on him because Chris Pine just is better than him.
1: This is literally...
0: That's his this, grudge.
1: This is literally Gamora and her sister. Really, you dude? Beat you beat me up as a kid and I have a grudge on you. Is that not their relationship? Basically...
0: Um. You know I don't really don't know how much more to talk about I basically told my biggest issue with this film And I totally sent my the props um, to I got, I got one thing
1: I got one thing uh-huh. Before the big fight We saw that Chris Pine's wife Was locked in this little cage In a bird cage But then literally after the fight She just Ends up on a beach with him
0: <laughs> oh. a Passage of time bro a Passage of time
1: what was that? Like, they just made us see the bad guy walk away, and then a little description that said, Yeah, he died a year later. Oofers. Like, maybe, maybe save that for a sequel, maybe? If maybe. As well on Netflix?
0: Possibly. I do know the original cut was two hours and, like, 30 minutes. And I wish I would have actually seen that version. <laughs> But that's the version that apparently got like mixed reviews at TIFF. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that added more character development or it was just more dicking around. So I'm not 100% sure. Maybe it would have been better with those 30 minutes for me. I don't know. Maybe. That's. But for the end product we got, again, I can appreciate everything it did on a technical aspect. And it
1: is very entertaining.
0: I know I felt really bored.
1: I do want to say the slon cut.
0: Yeah. The pan. But I think the weakest part is definitely the screenplay. But I think on a technical and an enjoyment level, I did have fun with this. So, on my rating, I would probably give it a three out of five. It was good. It was good movie. My out. rating,
1: yeah. I would give it an eight out of 10.
0: Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, we saw, before we get into our final movie, there were quite a bit of things sprinkled throughout here and there that we saw. Yeah. So, I guess I'll start it off. And between then and now, I saw a foreign film from South Korea called Burning, starring Steven Yun from The Walking Dead.
1: Yeah, the show you don't watch, and the show I yes. stopped watching.
0: Exactly. And he speaks Korean in this movie. He doesn't even speak English. He's full Korean. Oh, shit. I love that movie. This movie was so good. Second favorite movie of the year, for now. For now. Freaking awesome. Really good stuff. You might think it's con. If you were to watch this movie, it's long. It's like two, it's like the second longest movie of the year I've seen. It's like two hours and twenty eight minutes, I think. Yeah. It's a long movie, but you really have you really want to pay attention. It, it, it amazes me the fact that I can go to a movie theater and see this movie for two a, a Korean film and just read for two hours and twenty minute twenty eight minutes straight. Get be so invested, and I didn't even pay attention to the fact like, holy shit, I read this like i was just reading
1: well yeah i'm pretty sure that when it comes to watching a movie your attention is on the subtitles, so you don't miss anything and that keeps you from getting bored
0: yeah i mean on a visual level there's nothing i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of landscape shots it's really beautiful stuff there isn't anything too complex but it's really still beautifully shot and i think the story is where the story is just so intriguing there's like a little element, sort of not a magical, but sort of fantasy reality. Like you don't know what's real and what entirely is fake, and what everything they're saying is literal or should be taken with a grain of salt. I think this, it it is every every performance in this movie is awesome. It's really great. The main guy, I think his name is Ah Yahin. I think Ah Yal Yalin. In. dude, best actor, dude for nom for like a nom dude. Even though he won't obviously because. The foreign movies only get one award, which is the best foreign film. So I don't doubt, I don't, I don't think so. That sucks. Steven Yun, best supporting actor. If I could nominate him, dude, I would actually give him the win. He was
1: super good. Super fucking good, dude. Would you watch him on The Walking Dead?
0: I mean, no, no, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: He's also in another movie I freaking love. He's probably my third favorite movie of the year so far. He wasn't sorry to bother you, not a main character. But he was in it. It was awesome. He had a character that's... named Squeeze. Squeeze.
1: I, I still not. I still have not seen that movie.
0: You still have time before we do our like last year roundup. For we'll, we'll do it by February because that's when the Oscars end. And when yeah. I think when the Oscars end, that sort of solidifies the year and says, "All right, let's, we have to move on to 2019 movies." Yep. So you still have time. You have the rest of December, January, and most of February into the end. Got... Anyway, this movie was great. I think it's coming out digitally because it's out of theaters already. It's been out for a while. It's coming out digitally towards the end of January. So you'll you'll probably be able to catch it if you want. Very good (laughs) stuff. I won't even spoil it at all. It's called Burning for anyone who hasn't seen it. Go watch it on on iTunes or whatever, whenever it comes
1: out. All right. So Uh, you saw. Speaking of Asians or. Yeah, I'm searching. I saw searching. I saw it,
0: too, when it came out back in August, but you saw it recently. Yeah. Not not extensively, because it's been out for a while, but let's talk about it. Yeah, sure.
1: I enjoyed the, the theme of this movie, like, the little, how do you say it? The port that this movie had. The
0: oh, the, the unfriended sort of on yeah, screen Yeah, everything
1: basically. in this movie is shot through a camera or through a monitor. Nothing yeah. is off that fucking screen. True. And I that, really like that, dude. I enjoyed that. I, I like that.
0: The fact that they can, like, because you watch the unfriended movies and you're like, this is an interesting concept. They kind of make it shit, but you can see when a talented filmmaker, which this guy is, yep. he he really proved you know it, that unfriended that stuff that style wasn't just shit. Like it, it can
1: be something good.
0: He did something it be, that
1: unfriended movies didn't do. Try. Yeah. This movie it, tried and it succeeded.
0: Yeah, it was really it was just really engaging and it was emotional. It had everything.
1: Really good stuff. Speaking of friended, I got a surprise for you, but I'll save it for the end. But I want to talk about the fact that this movie does throw you a bunch of curveballs about how... It's a curveballer. Yeah, about how the story's going to wind up at the end. Which, I don't know. The twist! The twist! You want to spoil it?
0: Uh, I mean, it's been out since August, but I don't know. Maybe some people haven't seen it. Maybe. I don't
1: know. No, Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay.
0: Um it was really good. Uh I think my problems with it were just I think maybe the twist itself I think was a bit silly in my opinion. Maybe that that was just me. That was just personal taste. I know a lot of people who I've talked to that really like, yeah, dude, it's awesome. I think it's a bit silly. Me. I think it's a bit silly. I also my other only gripe with the movie is the news, the way it's portrayed. I've seen enough news to know that sometimes it's a that's not exactly how it goes down, how the news is portrayed in this movie. But these yeah.
1: are just nitpicks. Probably just nitpicks. You know? Hold on, I think something's about to drop. Hold on, wait for it. Yep. And wait, we're wait, good. Are you
0: there? Okay, Um, I also... He- I want to rewatch it again, though, because I heard there's a story within the story. Like, there's, like, a story going on about aliens or some shit. What? It's weird. I know. I heard, like, there's a bunch of news clippings on... Of each of the tabs that like they highlight, like you really have to just pause and click every time. Like there's a story going on in the background. Like oh
1: hell yeah, a... I- I'm like, really I think looking for the background.
0: <laughs> there's a mo- there's supposedly there's an alternative maybe a way that the girl actually got abducted by aliens or some shit. What? It's weird. Yeah, there's a video talking about like a little essay video or some something like that, talking about that alternative. And the directors have confirmed like yep, Hold there's on. a there's a hidden story within this movie. <laughs> And it's your goal to like rewatch it and pause every few seconds or something. I don't know. It's crazy. It's nuts.
1: It's just my mom saying that she's going to the store. Oh, it's nuts, dude. It's it's nuts. It makes me want to rewatch it. Yeah, I might rewatch it too and pay attention to the background because this sounds like an interesting way of bringing people back to your movie. Yeah, dude. that
0: that's very that's a very good way i'm I'm really excited for his next film. I think it's called run I think it's called run I don't know i wanna watch it he he proved himself he's a this is a good first directorial debut, and I'm interested in this guy gonna keep an eye on him yeah, forgot his name, but shout outs to you man shout out to him um so I saw a movie got a screening. I did not help it financially, which means it made it made shit money. It made shit. It bond
1: is what you're trying to say. Basically.
0: It was supposed to be an Oscar movie. But it didn't do it. Didn't oh, well. do good, it didn't do critically wildly well. Nor did it do box officely very well. What well, well, and it's well. Hugh Jackman's newest film, The Front Runner, which isn't a Frontrunner.
1: Um I'm gonna sound like a dick, but what is this movie? I, I've, I've never heard that this movie was a thing.
0: Uh, it's directed by Jason Reitman, who I've seen previously two of his films. One called Juno. Maybe you've heard of it with Ellen Page, which is Pregnant. You know, Have you heard of that movie? It's a big movie. Maybe. And then he did a movie this year. He made two movies in one year, earlier in the year. Called, wait, okay, let me just backtrack a little bit. Juno was really good. I really loved Juno. Tully is his newest film from this year, earlier in the year. And I really was liking it. I, lo- I was actually, really- I would say Ghost part that I loved it, but the ending was shit. It was just really bad. The ending really just soured my mood, and it was just a really bad ending. Ooh, And it soured my mood. And I was hoping, okay, this would balance it out. This would see where it leans towards for me. If he's a good director or a bad director. Because this is the third movie I've seen. From this is a good movie. I think I a movie. they're a bit too harsh on it. I think they're a bit too harsh on it. I think it's good. It's not great, but it's definitely good. Uh, the basic plot is it's based on a true story about a guy named. Uh, what's his name? Hold up. I got this. Got Gary Hart. It? He was Act. running for president, and due to a sex scandal, his whole thing got derailed and fucked him up, and then he dropped out of race. It is a fast paced, energetic movie that. I love a lot of the interviews that Jason Reitman did. He was saying there's a bunch of conversations going on in the background that you can pay attention to anyone, and you can get something different every time you watch it when you pay attention to somebody different. Cause every, cause, and, I'll, and I'll vouch a little bit. I don't think I got that throughout the whole film, but there's definitely scenes where multiple people are talking where you can tell what people are saying. like They're not just jumbled like blah, blah, blah. Like, you can hear what they're saying, and you can get something new. My problem with this movie is that it's basically one of the most simplest stories to tell. It really is. It's just a simple story to tell. And it's like kind of forgettable. Like, like, it's a story. Of, it's a story. Okay. He's a guy, uh, Gary Hart, uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. He's a really energetic politician. He's doing really well. People love him. The sex scandal happens. Obvious, you know, uh oh, what are we going to do? The press goes nuts. And then he just ends up you know, dropping out of the
1: race. Mm, it's kind of exactly what you would expect. Sounds like a news coverage. Like, what you just told me sounds like it just made the news. <laughs> back in the day, probably Did you know about that one guy who looks like Wolverine who ran for president but ended up getting sucked off and had to back out?
0: But my question is, why would he cheat on, like, his wife? Like, the actress Vera Farmiga, bro? Dude, I would never cheat on her, dude. I would respect the shit out of her. I would totally not do it. Come on, bro. And he didn't even end up with someone like super like attractive. Like he ended up cheating on someone who isn't as attractive as Vera Farmiga.
1: Damn. That's ah,
0: I know. Uh it was a fun movie. It was okay. It was okay. Right. Three out of five. Three out of five? Yeah. Damn. Okay, was... next what what did you
1: see? What else did you little movie did you see? Um, let me see if I can recall, and if I don't remember, then that's probably not a good sign for this movie. That may that I may or may not have watched. <laughs> um, no, I think that's it for solo movies. I didn't watch. Um, you Happy saw Ten Green Hearts. Book. You saw oh. Green Book. You saw Green Book. Oh yeah, Green Book. That's like what my. Did you
0: think of- yeah, talk, I I don't think I'm gonna end up watching this. I don't think I'm gonna have time. Maybe I don't know. So maybe if you, if you pitch best, it, if you do, if do you pitch best, it well enough, then maybe I can watch it. I don't know. What did you think?
1: I actually did like this movie. It's it's pretty heartwarming, heartwarming story for the holidays. The holiday feel. Based on a true story about this dude who doesn't like African Americans that much, having to take this. African-American pianist around on a tour and slowly starts to develop a friendship. A friendship's the movie. Can so it was good, right? One thing, and it's not much of a spoiler anyways, nobody um, yeah. eats KFC in the movie. Nobody eats KFC? Like, no, like, like he says, I don't like KFC just because I'm black doesn't mean I have to like KFC, and then the um, Mr. Gangster, Italian Gangster over here Tells him, "Come on, try it," and he tries it, and it becomes his favorite food.
0: Really? Oh my god, are you serious? I'm serious. That's so funny, dude. I don't understand. I don't think how, would that be racist? Would people take offense to that? I don't know. Huh?
1: Um, the story. Would you take offense to that? No. Oh, okay. Like if, like if I'm a hispanic american and somebody tells me hey try some tacos and i say no i don't want to try any just because i'm somewhat hispanic doesn't mean i have to eat tacos come on you like them and i end up liking them that doesn't that's not the same thing you're right end up liking a food that my race likes you're right yep um the cinematography of this movie was interesting because it does have a lot of really interesting visual shots how so? Um, well, there was a scene in the rain, which was just a scene in the rain. That's it? Symbolism in this movie. I'll tell you that. Really? Symbolism? How much yeah. symbolism? Um. There's one that goes from beginning of the trip to the end of the movie. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't want to say much about this movie because I do... Feel like you'll end up watching it at some point. Really? It, it, it it involves, not on my round, It involves a shop that they come across on their trip. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh huh. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But yeah, this Thank movie it was interesting. And it was. We, we had a discussion about this in the car with my parents that. One of the scenes made us think like is the pianist gay? Is it the piano? Is he is he? The um, it's is not hints? given a straightforward answer. But
0: what leads it towards the pianist being like that? Like what are the hints?
1: Um there was this one scene where but it's gonna reach into spoiler territory and I don't uh,
0: Is it a big spoiler, like huge? N-
1: not really. Then, I mean, this is a spoiler part, but so you can fine, say it. Fine. Say it. Well, you know, in the 60s, how African Americans weren't really well liked in the South? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, his whole tour is set in the South, and that's why they hired an Italian mobster guy to be his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And one at some point, when they stopped out, he went to a YMCA on his own. Mm-hmm. He got caught in the pool with some dude. They were really? either they were fighting or they were doing something else. We, me, and my parents are still arguing about it. Well, that's funny. Yes. Um. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he will experience a lot of race stuff in this movie. So, would you recommend it to the people? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. How much would How much would you give it? It's it's a It's a perfect movie for the holidays, and I would give it eight. Eight. It's eight. Oh, okay.
0: Cool. Um, I guess I'll continue because I saw a little bit more things than you did. I saw instant. I'll never. I'll never talk about this again. So I might as well just say it now. I saw Instant Family. It's about Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Adopting Mexicans. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I heard about this movie.
0: It's sweet. I have a soft spot for these kind of family ones. There's, there's nice. It's not too good. Like if you really want to go into it, it's not too good.
1: What What happened to Mark Wahlberg's career?
0: He has. Oh, you're right. I was about to defend him and say no. He has, but that's his earlier stuff. Yeah, his, I think mean, def- Was
1: pretty good, but then he I, started. I think it all started when he when when he was. Transformers, you know, that one movie that I remember the name of, and I refuse to look it up. Age of Instinction, bro. Oh, okay. It's a classic.
0: How could you forget?
1: Well, I did forget, because it was forgettable.
0: How dare you?
1: Um, but I feel like that's when it started going down. He started in movies like Daddy's Home, which is not a terrible movie in my eyes. I can still sit down and fucking watch it, but it's not great. I haven't seen it. Haven't nor seen do I ever. Sequel, nor
0: do I ever think I'm going to see it.
1: I didn't see the sequel though. It's not good.
0: Why? It has Mel Gibson brawl. I've seen it. Oh, whatever. Uh, the, I mean, it was fun. I Totally forgot we were talking about it. We we're talking about Mark Wahlberg now.
1: Hey, it also has the Will Ferrell's dad is literally this, this guy from Dexter the show. And I find it very uncomfortable that I saw him in Dexter first, and then I saw him in promos for this movie. Which one? Um, the the old man who plays Will Ferrell's father in Daddy's Home 2. The old man who plays Will father. Isn't that Mel Gibson? No, that's he plays Mark Wahlberg's dad.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. That's John Lithgow. Lit- Lit- Lithgow. Don't know how to say his name
1: you haven't seen it, right? No, I have not. But yeah, this guy was in Dexter, the show, and he played a serial killer who Uh killed people in the same way that his family killed themselves. Really? Yep. Interesting. Um, It's very uncomfortable to see him as a serial killer first. And then see him as a little family guy who kisses Will Ferrell in the mouth. That's funny. I um, guess.
0: Anyway, let's just let's get this rushing along. There's no there's something else I need to talk about. Uh, instant family, eh, cute. Four. I would give it a two out of five and a heart. It's cute. And a heart. Sweet. Uh, last thing. Uh, I think I'll save it for the next pod. We'll get into our final uh topic. We're talking about the new Cohen Brothers film, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs.
1: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs, baby bro. I enjoyed this movie. I can just say that flat out. I can. I enjoyed this movie. I rewatched it,
0: and I loved it the second time even more. I would go as far as to say it's a five star baby.
1: Oh uh, shit!
0: Loved it, bro. Loved it
1: even more the second time. I have not seen it a second time. You should.
0: You can but, see it because it's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, and I I can just watch it whenever I, whenever I want. You can watch it right now as we speak, as we're talking. You know, you know what? Bet
0: I'm going no no, right no, 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 no. Let's just finish this up. <laughs> Fine. Um. Uh. Uh. New Cohen Brothers film anthology. Was supposed to be a show, turned into a six short story adventure. What did you think of the Ballad of Buster Scruggs?
1: It was great. I enjoyed. It awesome. I love me a good western. It was awesome, bro. Super good. Super good. Um, let's dedicate a few minutes to each anthology film, and then we'll give our overall grade by the end of it. You're
0: right. Um, as a whole, though, I would say, let's just say it's really wonderfully crafted. It's
1: just it really really can is. say you
0: can tell there's a lot of loving care. But I think this has some of the best like authentic western dialogue like it sounds so authentic it sounds so good like it's just so good. it's It's amazing it's amazing um i don't know dude something about the cohen brothers dude they're like real i don't know i think they're like in a way like they're no one's favorite i'm pretty sure there's people's favorite directors but i don't think they're no one's Majorities, but they're definitely like in the top, like I don't know, 10, five for me, probably, like, probably number five. I don't know.
1: The Coen brothers really do know how to make a Western. Consistently, dude. Like,
0: ugh, all their films, like, I haven't seen the ones that are supposedly bad, but every one I've seen is just so good. They're really good. Um, uh, I would go, I know you definitely probably won't agree with me, but I would go as far as to say this one is better than no country
1: <gasps> motherfucker Ah,
0: oh, I'm sorry,
1: in case you don't know no country for old men is one of my favorite movies sorry,
0: ever I
1: just and you like this movie more uh, how dare you
0: uh, I don't know i think I think no country's a light five star I think this is a solid five star I don't know uh, let's just discuss i i think it's I guess the first time I saw it, I had given it a four. And the things I didn't like were some uh, it look, You can tell it was kind of meant for a TV show. It looked kind of cheap at times, like the CGI reindeer. And when, again, spoilers, because there's a spoiler discussion, there's one of the big ones. When Buster Scruggs dies, he gets these like angel wings turned that, like, into kind an angel? of Angel? They look kind of fake.
1: No. You can tell it was green no screen
0: going to the sky. Yeah. But as on rewatch, I felt like I got more out of it. And I was like, you know, maybe this was intentional. And it is a little bit adds more to the comedic value. Like, oh, look, looks kind of cheap, too. Like, oh, huh, that's funny.
1: Hmm.
0: And then, I don't know. And then everything just breezed by super quickly the second time. I know that's probably one of your issues with it. Like the pacing. The pacing was I a little felt... off
1: for me with every. But that's a thing. No Country for Old Men. It's a really slow movie. And I can sit through that whole thing. So pacing is an issue at first glance. But hopefully I hopefully. I didn't
0: I didn't even have a problem with it the first goal run. I really thought it was kind of fast. I was like, oh there's no way to end it. Ended. <laughs> I don't know why I gave it a four star at first. I immediately I shouldn't have given it a five star. I feel really bad for not giving it what it deserved. Yeah. Um so let's just get deep right into it. Let's start off with first story the main title character the Ballad of Buster
1: Square arguably is probably the best one mm,
0: I don't know I really love another one that we'll get to this is probably it's probably the most entertaining well let's rank them first let's just rank them
1: first. don't make me do this again
0: um, I had to rank them Really, probably my favorite is the Liam Neeson one probably my favorite mm. it's dark and it's kind of funny, but it's really dark. It's
1: like a dark um, humor.
0: Um, second favorite, probably uh, Mr. Pocket. Mr. Pocket. Mr. Pocket. Mr. Pocket. Uh, number three, probably Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Number four is the, the, the Girl Who Got Rattled. Uh, five would probably be The Carriage One. All right. number six is probably yeah the last one, obviously the James oh, Franco. How would you rank yours? Um, I would say.
1: Hmm, that is a good question. Um, how about for number one? I would say is Battle of Buster Scruggs because that was fucking. Fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. Number two is... Liam Neeson. No, no, no. Mr. Pocket. Mr. Pocket. What's that? Oh, yeah. Mr. Pocket, dude. And number three is Liam Neeson. Ah, okay. Respect. Number four is... Carriage. I, I I lowered that rating. I'm uh-huh. ashamed of it. But number four is the carriage. Number five is number five. Uh-huh. And sadly, number six is again James Franco.
0: Oh no, not James Franco. <laughs> no, hey, but keep is in best. mind. What... Do you, Do you know where they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. You there?
1: Yeah, I'm there. What is this voice? I hear yeah. In back?
0: I don't know that voice, dude. I don't know what's going on in the background. Uh, I don't know. It's probably like... There's like my radio. Let me turn that off. it's In the background. I don't know. I'm just walking, roaming around. It doesn't matter. I'm going to stay stationary now. I'm stuck um, in my closet, motherfucker. Oofers, I'm sorry for your loss. Let me let me suffer with you. I'm gonna go there too. Yeah not really. I'm just gonna be wandering around stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the six stories, dude. Keep in mind when I'm talking about these stories, I don't think they're like from. I don't think they're all bad. Like the last one, the James Franco one, isn't bad. I think all of them are great. I think they're,
1: they're all, all still awesome. Great, but there's like more to be had with the other ones. Like the James Franco story is supposed to be about like the. Um, drawing that they show is about this dude with a bunch of pots he's only in it for like a few seconds
0: you're right um I mean I guess now that we ranked them let's talk about um them separately right. um Buster Scruggs Tim Blake Nelson what in a dude such a good performance dude yeah
1: it, was, it really is I enjoyed, I enjoyed really good out of this I wish I know I wish I wish there was more honestly Wish there was more. I mean, he does. K- 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 can can we give spoilers now? Absolutely. Go. Go, um, go for he, it. He kills Mr. Krabs in the most fucking hilarious way possible. Yeah. And he died. Yeah,
0: dude. Oh, I love that death. That's, that took me a surprise. And I was like, oh, it was such a good death. It made me jump, but like for like happiness, like not scary. I was like, oh, yeah. So I cool.
1: It turned into a musical.
0: Yeah, dude. oh, the ah, oh, bro. One song I at least like I had, had a like, I listened to over and over was um, when a cowboy trades their spurs for wings, uh, the one where he's basically going to heaven, yeah. Oh, I love that song, it's, it's so good. Uh, I also like the ballad itself, the one where he's singing, It's early Joe, and he's dead, and like, I really love that song. Each one tackles you know, obviously some form of death. And we've had a little discussion previously before this. That yeah. this one probably the most obvious one is, you know, you can't there will always be people superior than you and eventually you won't you won't be the best forever and you'll eventually have to fade out. Yeah. Eventually. Um overall it's the shortest story, but it's definitely entertaining. Very fun. Very, very fun. Very entertaining. Uh, second story, James Franco, yes, Franco. Um, about a robber.
1: He tries to rob a bank. It it doesn't go well,
0: and he gets attacked by a guy with a bunch of pots. He's oh. a pothead, literal pothead. Uh, and then he's about to
1: get hung, but then he gets saved by a bunch of Native Americans that just in lay brutal
0: in a brutal fight, super brutal fight. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's not a lot to talk about just because we had a discussion. I don't feel like we should do that again because I feel like we talked about it.
1: There's really not um, much, but all I know is that there... he was saved eventually, but then the law caught up to him, and then he got hung.
0: Yeah, dude, you can't escape debt, bro. You, you know, eventually it's going to come to you. It's going yeah. to happen.
1: That, that's the lesson of the, of the second one.
0: Uh, third story, my favorite one. Uh, it was actually my least favorite one the first time I saw it cause I thought it was really slow. Um, but the second time I appreciated it much more, and I was like, "Oh, it's really good!" Again, we had a little discussion about what it could have meant the third one because towards the end, our boy Liam trades a chicken—no, trades the guy, little the, the the limbless boy for a chicken.
1: Pretty sure the message is. It's just show business. No hard feelings. I don't know if it's show business. I just feel like...
0: Because I feel like the Coen brothers would want to go for some a big scope, not just show business. Because like, all of them are tackling death. And I feel like you can't just... Because not everyone's in show business. I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be relatable for everyone in a certain way. So they kind of feel like... And I feel like show business is a bit too narrow for like few people.
1: Maybe. Who knows? I'm not saying
0: you're wrong, but I don't know what it would be.
1: It could could go more in depth than that. Yeah. Did Uh, did you see that Chris just posted a video about Spider Man into the.
0: Yeah, I got the notification right now. Yep. We'll watch it later.
1: Want to do a live reaction?
0: No, we're good. We've been having. But Spider Verse has been getting a lot of buzz. Been getting a lot of good buzz.
1: 46 reviews, and they're all incredibly positive. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. Same, dude. Uh, let's continue. Fourth story, Mister Pocket.
0: He's a really nice man who's just looking to prospect some gold.
1: Yeah, he travels so far,
0: and he gets a kind of a kind of happy ending.
1: Kind of happy. He does, but it's also implied that he might have died. Maybe on the way. Yeah. Good stuff. Again.
0: We already had a little discussion, and it feels weird trying to re, you know, retrace our
1: steps and trying to talk about them again. Uh, uh, Let's just let summarize it real quick. Um, he goes to this river and just starts digging holes until he starts finding more and more gold, and he is searching for the biggest pocket of gold, this big old rock full of gold. Yep, and he does. But when he finds it, he, he gets, almost gets robbed. Almost. He prank, he fakes, what well, he kind of
0: fake. He gets shot, and we're led to believe he dies. And we're like, oh, damn it! Oh, God we wanted him it it. to succeed." And but yeah, he lives and
1: he lived. He killed the robber. He took his Mister Pocket. It hit Amazing. nothing
0: He's serious.
1: Maybe the, the story
0: of the maybe the moral of the story was maybe sometimes you win, you will be dead just because. I don't know. That was just a joke. I don't know what could be.
1: You you win some and you lose nothing.
0: You're a winner in this scenario. Winner.
1: You win every time if you if you kill somebody for a bunch of gold. Yeah, it just is that means the, is that the moral of the story. What's well, the moral of the story? I, I don't know. Um
0: second, let me there. Fifth story. Um we're talking about
1: his yeah, the trail.
0: I liked it a lot. Kind of the longest one for sure, but I liked it. It was
1: good. It was really good. I did. The more I let it simmer, the more I actually did like it a little more. Because mm-hmm. all that time spent is to really rile up the characters, really set up the story, and so that the ending gives you a cut punch. Yeah, dude. It's
0: really. You wanted this person to, because she's a good, she's a nice person, and you wanted to, you know, succeed, but no, the stupid Indian had to fucking kill the, not kill supposedly, almost kill the guy,
1: and then, like, he almost killed him,
0: but the guy gave her orders, if she, if he dies, just, she needs to shoot herself, instead of getting raped, and, yeah, and she does, she does, and
1: you're like, damn it, no, Why'd you give her that lesson, you fucking old man? I mean, I like I think he took too. Yeah, he
0: took so long to to sort of because he had to wait till the uh, like the, the Indian ran up to him and then he shot him in the face. I feel like he could have probably shot him. From... Uh,
1: I don't know. But of course, uh, it's the the ending is: what is he going to say to the new husband that she was going to marry? Sorry, bro. I made her shoot herself because I told her to. Sorry, bro. Just a simple sorry, bro. It'd be like that sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It'd be like, like, "Lord, you suck." Um, That That story, I don't know what it's about. What is it about? I don't. What does it mean? I don't know. It's amazing, but I don't know what it means.
1: It is about these people. Who are on a carriage that does not stop for nothing? But what is? inside are two bunny hunters who literally do not reveal this until the very end. But what, what is? is that? I don't know, but I do enjoy the fact that I want to know. It means something, and I want to get to the bottom I of it. That's know. why. I don't know too much. Oh! Yes. <laughs>
0: Overall, overalls. I don't like wearing those, but they're they're
1: cool. Um, great movie, really great movie.
0: I would give it a five, but I
1: I would give it a nine out of ten. Awesome, yeah,
0: really good stuff. Um, so that's
1: pretty much what we got. You know, we did it.
0: Good job,
1: um, team. Well, su- surprise, surprise. We got one more. We do. We do. If you go into my letterbox, you will know that I just reviewed another movie. The Predator. Oh, no. Wait.
0: It's unfriended. The dark web, dude. This is dark web.
1: <sighs> I dude, secretly watched this it. dark web. So I can wait for today to tell you that it sucked. Dude, this is dark web. Dude, this is dark web. So, I love that uh, like, line so
0: much from the trailer, bro. He's all like, this dude, one. this is dark web. dark web. But I I heard that they just dubbed it for the trailer, and what he actually says is, dude, this is dark net. Yeah, he does say dark net. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, they just did that for the trailer because they. pretty picture the, the writers forgot. Oh, wait, it's called dark web. Shit, it's not called dark net. It's called dark web.
1: Yeah, uh, this movie, this movie has a has a lot of endings. Like I'm which sure ending like, did
0: which ending I, did you see, bro? I'm pretty sure was like five total. What did, what what ending did you see?
1: I saw the ending where this guy goes over on his bike, and the internet asks if he should be run over. They say yes, and he gets run over. Bruh. I found that so fucking hilarious, dude. The way he died, <laughs> that it immediately became the best movie of the of the franchise. Oh! The
0: oh, oh! I mean, if there if it will be if it will continue to be a franchise, which I doubt. Who
1: knows? Maybe.
0: Um. So long story short, it sucked
1: ass, right? It really... It, it was pretty bad. But it was way better than the original.
0: I mean, I haven't seen the original either. Right. But...
1: I believe you. Um... um th- th- this movie really does take, like, a, a slightly more realistic turn to things. Saying dark web instead of, um... Uh, y- you know... Dude! Ghost. Dude! This is dark web! Dude! Instead of, you know... Supernatural shit, ghosts gonna, and stuff, but it's still to... not good.
0: I'm gonna tell that... I'm gonna write a little short story and then say, "Dude, this is, dark, this is web. dark web. This is dark web, bro." Anyway, what
1: a wonderful now conversation. I think now I think it's all it. Um, what a delightfully wonderful oh, yeah. conversation. I give it a so It's about three three stars. I mean three.
0: Thank you guys for listening
1: to to the one person who keeps listening.
0: Surprisingly, we got 8 what? views on our first one. 8 views? Oh shit, we made it. So like four people, like five people. Like well, I think one was from like like the people modern monitoring and like four genuine people who are like, "Let me listen to this."
1: To 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 the FBI guy who was listening the whole time. Thank you for staying on the line the thank whole time. Thank
0: you. So much, we really appreciate it. Keep listening. If we get over, I think ten thousand views, I can get the sponsorship, and I can get ad revenue, and we can make some yeah, we can money. You can get paid, bro. But we yeah, I saw help. the money option. All the Sam's Club podcast listeners,
1: we need your help. All we
0: need is your credit card number, the three digits on the back, and the expiration date. But hurry, we need your money fast. Right.
1: If you want to help us out, go subscribe to PewDiePie.
0: If you want to help us out, oh yeah, Hell, yeah, dude, Daniel, does this from those Indians? They was from those
1: fucking Gandhi's. Is yeah, that a dude. nice thing to say? I PewDiePie that's a nice pie already say.
0: lost, dude. PewDiePie lost. Dang it! Ah, ah. Uh, what a shame.
1: That that is a shame.
0: Anyway, thank you guys for listening. And we'll have a podcast next Monday talking about some other movies. So have a juicy day. And remember, stay jizzed.
1: Stay jizzed.